0: How much time do you want for your progress, progress, progress? Welcome, welcome, welcome to
1: Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and V.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. Hey, Dr Hayes today is August today is August the um what is the day August the 4th Fourth. 2022 uh how you doing today
0: I'm doing reasonably well I'm managing to stay dry here in in flash flood city all right yeah those flash floods
1: have been flashing up all over the place and 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 we've been flooded with a whole lot of stuff. This was a week of some primary elections and, and the state of Kansas showed out to uh, do their thing to maintain the constitutional rights by the state for women to have access, which is a big deal. Because I remember several years ago, uh, an abortion provider, I can't remember his name, I'll have to um, call that name up shortly. But I just remember how he uh, first got shot in his arms uh, and then he ended up getting uh, assassinated. He was an usher at his church, this doctor, and he ended up getting killed during Sunday morning services at his church by the right to lifers in the state of Kansas. And so Mm -hmm. I think that those who carry that institutional memory – uh, really came out in support of on both sides, especially women, because uh, the right to lifers uh, were the ones who uh, ended up murdering. That's an oxymoron, right? And also saw where uh, the Catholic Church as well as some other um, uh, organizations, they had deposited over 10 million dollars. In this election in the state of Kansas. And, uh, I just think it's amazing. And so, uh, just the other day, the state of Kansas led the way, just like they led the way for, uh, um, Brown versus the Board of Education in Topeka, uh, that that declared, uh, separate but equal. In terms of the case that Thurgood Marshall um, uh, gave as an option that was really the impetus for uh, the civil rights movement, among other things, um, uh, for uh, integration, if you will. Uh, So come on, talk back to me. And then we get this Brittany Griner um, sentencing today. I got a lot of feelings on that. And and we got a state of emergency in the United States that monkeypox is now... A public threat. We got a lot to talk about, Doctor Hayes, and a short amount to do it. Come on,
0: come on. News media is jumping for joy. They got more than they can handle, almost. Mm, mm, But mm. I think it's important uh, for us to, first of all, know what's going on, Mm -hmm. and then to to be uh, active in terms of the direction um, that the country is going. And as we always, we have to stay vigilant because things are happening every day. And even though it seems to be a sudden shift, this shift has been coming for many, many years. Uh, the operation of it was obscured, but now things are coming out in the open. And you know, my, my mantra is just tell the truth. If the truth comes out, then people will do the right thing. And so I think that what happened in Kansas is 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 surely proof that when people have the information, uh, they they can let you know how they feel about it, and um, that's what I think happened. And many of the women who were interviewed were really voting no for the sake of their children and their grandchildren. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that was a big deal because, and I, I found the guy's name, the physician. He was actually murdered on May 31st, 2009, and his name was Dr. George Tiller. Uh, he was a physician in Wichita, and he yes. was known as being the one of a few doctors who performed late-term abortions, and he was murdered by an anti-abortion extremist that I won't share his particular yeah. name, but yeah. I'm sure that Dr. George Tiller amongst the greater cloud of witnesses was proud of his state of Kansas uh, for uh and those women who fought on behalf of their progeny across the aisles and for girls to have the option to do what they can't do. So yeah say 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 some more, Dr. Hayes. Well
0: uh, I-, I wish that we would talk more about uh women's health than just abortion per se, because Mm -hmm. a lot of what is being done now spills over into the area of women's health and their life. Mm -hmm. These are life and, and death situations that happen to women. And I don't think politicians know enough to try to make decisions about those things that physicians are trained to know and do. And I think if we pitched it more in that direction, uh, many many of the people who don't truly understand it or buy into it or whatever, uh, would have a better, a broader sense of how it does affect everyone. And that a woman's life is valuable, you know? And so we're dumped into that other category of things that matter. Women matter, and I think in this society, um, women's rights and everybody's rights is at stake. Because after they do this, they're gonna they're gonna go for your. They've already gone to the juggling on voting rights, and then uh, next will be. Enter, uh, intermarriage <clears throat> and um, same-sex marriage—all of those things that are really what I think are privacy issues. That people are are free to make private decisions that don't affect anyone but them and whoever it is that has agreed uh, to be a part of it. Um, and of course, I think that doctors. Can advise women uh, better than anyone else can.
1: So, so why I do would, we, why, why do we get into other people's business? And that, and that's is it because we don't have any business of our own or life control, of our own control. But that has been a game that has been played for quite some time. Even even from the sure. from the micro to the macro level, and the micro level is individualism. The macro level is, say, nation states or countries. We intervene in spaces that's not ours to intervene. Like, for example, um, you know, we, even this week, a few days ago, uh, the Honorable Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, went to Taiwan. And, and, uh, and, and it's immediately after the, her plane her delegation left, uh, China was uh, uh, launching missiles. Um, and so uh, as a macro level, uh, do nations have to um,
0: get into other nations' business? Um, and- well, you know that's, that's pretty old too. It's very old. It's in, you know in the Bible, nations they have you have to get uh, your allies lined up so that other, other people who want to overtake you um, will think twice about it. And that's, that's again, that's been going on since the beginning of time since there were different uh, what do you call it, different languages at the tower but i i i think it's okay to to work on diplomacy in terms of of how we support like minded countries because there'll always be those who are opposite who will try to take advantage. I mean, I always say you can't you can't treat everybody like they're the Christian you are because they don't think like you they don't their values are not yours, and uh, they really don't care how you feel. <laughs> they don't care about your life and well-being. so you can't deal with people on the basis of a mutual Oh, caring, you have to deal with your enemies as your enemies um, not that you become like them, but that you be you stay aware of them and that you do whatever you can do within the scope of your ethical moral compass uh, not to- a- allow them to infringe upon who you are, what your rights might be, so I
1: had an incident. And this is one of those little bird walks or whatever you want to say, uh, because it's right here at the front of my current level of consciousness, that uh, thinking about minding your business. So I had been dealing with the academy, Uh, you know, the semester's about to begin, and Minding my own business, Dr. Hayes, just minding my own business, going on my ordinary, happy-go-lucky way, finishing up my annual conference reports, et cetera, et cetera. And then I get a phone call while I was on vacation, and and some things started rolling. And then yesterday I got a phone call from the same person, all excited about the possibility of my being a visiting faculty rather than an adjunct instructor. And the whole uh, space of what that means in the academy, it's a full-time position. And, um, and so the question is, it's the, the question that black people, especially black women, have always done. We have had multiple uh, uh, streams of income, uh, for whatever reasons, because we carry multiple identities and we multitask. This ain't nothing new. We've always juggled a whole lot for absolutely no real compensation. And so the hustle becomes real, Doctor Hayes, right? I understand. And so so uh I and I just happen to have several irons in the fire and it ain't nothing unusual. You got I learned you got 24 hours in the day and it's all about time management and ain't nobody really that busy, but the busybodies getting get in your business and they trying to figure out how you do what you do and to sell your soul to the company store, store to be institutionalized and owned by an institution. And so the revelation that I got today was, uh, uh-uh. I ain't uh-uh, no, I'm going to tell you what my agency is. I'm unbought and unbossed, and I'm going to remain that way. If you need me, and I know you do, this is how this going to shake out. Students need these classes. Now, this is what you're going to do, and then you're going to figure the rest of the shit out because you're not going to have me sitting up there saying, you, I, I own you at this point. And because I own you, this is what this means. You can't do this than the other. Before I be a slave, Dr. Hayes. But that's so scary because some people really get stressed out when they have been sold out. And not sold out in terms of surrendering and just, it is like your S-O-U-L is out and exposed, and I and I want to write about it because I know I'm not the only one. And um...
0: I think this is the age of self employment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I work for me. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you can benefit from the work that I do, so be it. Um, but I decide what I do Ooh. and what I don't do. Mm-hmm. And that. That level of independence and freedom uh, has been rare and it's very it's very it's very much rare against those who have been career institutionalists and uh, the academy is one of the great institutions even though they try to uh, pre- present themselves as very liberal they're not they're no more liberal than any other institution quote unquote because there's a certain level of maintenance that has to happen we have to maintain this institution and in order to maintain the institution we have to we we have to have subjection on the part of our employees or our teachers or however you want to call them but they like to control and um usually when things go awry it's because they feel that they don't have it mm-hmm or they lack the control that they want. And uh, this whole uh, 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 idea of knowing that I have to know everything. I want to know everything. So, because if I know everything about you, then I know how to control you. Mm -hmm. And if I know what is important to you and what you value, then I know how to threaten you. Mm -hmm. So I hope I'm not being too negative, but I I understand how some people operate mm-hmm. uh, because I have lived it. And and I always always think about Jesus. You know they were they were against him the same kind of way, and they manipulated their politics in order to get him killed. All of that, and then they questioned his uh, authority in. Mm-hmm questioned uh, his wisdom and knowledge and his his position on who God is he they they gave him the blues mm-hmm. because they couldn't control him mm-hmm. and everything they tried fell through and even when they sought to kill him and it wasn't time here's the passage I like he slipped through the crowd yes Mm -hmm. when they would have thrown him over the cliff so this is what we have to learn to do slip through the crowd so that we don't get thrown over the cliff Mm -hmm. because there's a crowd out there who really doesn't want to see you succeed there's a crowd out there who wants to depose you or scandalize your name so that other people won't think quite so much of you And for whatever other jealous reason that some people might have, they're willing to go to great lengths to pull you down. Mm -hmm. And others will even destroy you. Mm -hmm. That's why you have to learn how to slip through the crowd. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not time for you to go over the cliff, you have to know Mm -hmm. that there is a power greater than any other power Mm -hmm. who can keep you even in the midst of all around you Doing everything they know how to do to depose you.
1: Yeah, because I mean that has been the story of my whole life, my whole career, adult career, from when I was working. I mean, it it was like you know I had a, uh, I, I got I got reappropriated, I guess, when I worked in public education as the assistant to the superintendent writing uh created an alternative school, yada yada yada. That particular superintendent moved on and we got a new superintendent and he wanted to handle me, put me in my place, eliminated my position, got another position in the same community with a that was had a budget of forty thousand dollars. I grew it to over four million in a short amount of time. S- programs that were started are still s- going strong 20, 30 years later, as a matter of fact, my mother is a beneficiary of the, the system that was in place that I created. But but I had a board president at that time that was so insecure that he wanted to handle me. And I walked away from that. Um, then the same thing with the church. You know, you, you got to get in your place. We have a hierarchical structure. It's a particular kind of led denomination so you got to humbly submit yourself to these powers that be and fall into this thing and i'm like okay whatever uh okay and now we was the uh, same thing happened when i was a university you know chaplain and yada 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 people want to like me and and i know this just doesn't happen to me i know it's a story of black women in america uh, the silencing, and it's like what Maya Angelou said. You can write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You could trot me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I rise. we going to always rise because we are the hope and the dreams that our ancestors gave, you know, with the hopes of the slave. we we going to rise, but, but damn it, sometimes you just want to say, can you just stop and just let me be? Cause if you just let me be this creativity that I know is in my DNA will blow your mind and it will cause a shifting in the atmosphere. Just let me be. Just let me be. You can't, you can't put me in chains. You can't. And it's not going to be worth it. And I remember when I got called into the, I called it the principal's office. It wasn't the principal's office. This is a high education. I got called in because students were complaining that the, that I was, you know, making them think. <laughs> they went in to complain. And, and I was like, okay, what, what you want me to do? Racism ain't, it's not, it's, it don't feel good. It's uncomfortable. This was before the knee in the neck that we saw with George Floyd. Is people die because of race, racist proclivities and, and and predilection? So you want this class to make people feel good? How? 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 How's that going to work in a sanitized environment? So, and we are five years later, Doctor Hayes. and I'm I'm not struggling because I'm fifty plus three. <laughs> Had it been in my 40s, maybe in my 30s, I'd be filled with anxiety. But right now, it's like, mm-mm, got to keep it moving. It's okay. I'm good because I'm still going to be teaching this class, whether I get paid for it or not. This is who I am. I'm a teacher (laughs) and a preacher. And every platform I get, I'm going to say the same shit. (laughs)
0: Well, Dr. Cooper, <laughs> at some point in time, we just grow up, you know, um, and you're just not going to take it no more. I'm not going to take it. I have to. <laughs> I'm not going to take it before I be a slave
1: to anybody. Yeah, that is the gift of freedom and liberation and being okay. I'm and I'm And I'm so grateful to have that freedom. Cuz I've seen too many people not have it. Selling their soul to the institution or the company store.
0: And you you you're not teaching required courses.
1: Yeah, I am. They are required.
0: They are required. Okay. Mhm.
1: and that's the thing um and and it's okay and i'm pushing it
0: well i think i think we need um professors who will push their students to think about things that they have never thought about before and to look into areas that they had never researched before because it broadens their insight and perspective on the world. In universities, we ought to be producing global people. And if you want to call yourself a university, then you have to embrace some sense of universality that uh, there are all kinds of people who have thoughts, On different things and then the other thing is you never learn it all you never get it all there's always something more to learn and there's always someone else who knows more than you and so um, education ought to be a lifelong quest uh, for knowledge and understanding and for truth because I think some things once we get it Uh, We cannot be uh, turned around and made into something that we don't want to be.
1: And there we have it. How to be or not to be. That is indeed the question in this crazy time in which we're living, Dr. Hayes. You stay away from them flooding waters and all the monkey pox and everything else. (laughs) <laughs> Any other parting words before we end this podcast on today
0: is lifelong learners stay stay awake and watch the space that we're in because this is a transitional space. This is where we move from powerless to powerful. This is a space in which we are being transformed by the renewing of our minds. In other words, we are being led to think in different ways. And we're being opened up to a whole new world of being that sometimes is not on our side, but to know is is to be empowered to act. And so we have to be ready to step forward in those places where we need to lead and be willing to tell the truth as we understand it. So march on, Dr. Cooper. Tell them the truth. They don't know it. Nobody ever taught them. And on that
1: note, the truth will set us free. It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and a To have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.